Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. fun because do I have everyone's attention now? Hmm. The pipe bomb or the women melee is all I have to say. And let's see what else. Oh yes, it's WrestleMania week. I'm so excited and please welcome to the show my brand new co-host, my darling girl, Lady Lynn. What's up? Train. Well, Lady Lynn and I are a bit delayed uh, for watching Monday Night Raw, but it's okay. Um, the fact that we saw a kind of recap, just a tidbit smidgen, was uh, Seth Rollins giving Lesnar a low blow and then the curb stomp. Is this what I like to call a preview of things to come? I mean... Great balls of fire. Lesnar was on fire. Certainly, you know, certain something else was too. But <laughs> wait a minute, wait. A minute. This show is not PG, folks. So balls, uh, you know. Speaking of gender, Michael Cole, can you please? I know it happens. You get in the heat of the moment. We're not perfect. I'm not. Per- you know, Lady Lynn's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Most certainly, am not. But can you please distinct the genders of male wrestlers and female wrestlers during the six man or six woman tag match? See, see what you have me doing. I purposely did that. I I purposely did that. You see, you see what I it's did. It's contagious. It's contagious. Yeah, e train. It's contagious. 
grammatically speaking, folks, Michael Cole, you know, it happens. We're not dousing the poor bastard for, you know, making grammatical errors, but Jesus Christ, dude. At Evolution, you said these men, and Beth Phoenix and Renee Young probably gave you the death stare because that was an all-women's event. And then, and only then, folks, during a six-woman, see, corrected myself, but I'm, I am on air, damn it. See, you can't mistake Michael Cole for having great commentary skills, yet the man's been there almost 23 years. And I actually, yeah, 23 years, folks, he he has been – he started out like Renee Young being an interviewer, and then he worked his way up, so you give the man credit. But it's kind of funny to hear him every now and again have a have a screw-up on air because, like I said, nobody's perfect, but this, these three men, and then he corrected himself. But, my God, man, the only monikers that Michael Cole is known by out of nowhere because he doesn't know move names, and it sounds like he's having an ulcer. God Almighty! I'm speaking of the the announcers that you. I'm glad that Mauro Ranello is still in NXT, and we're not just going to talk about. You know, I'm getting messages from you all on Instagram about Michael Cole. Yes, I. <laughs> hey. Oh good day. Oh God. Hey, don't keep all that to yourself, B Train. The one person in the message just said. So was it Mo, Larry, and Curly wrestling against uh, Harley, Ivy? Uh, we have a DC fan on here. Harvey, Ivy, and who else? Okay, never mind. But it was <laughs> yes, we had Mo, Larry, and Curly. Considering the fact that that was the most entertaining segment of Monday Night Raw. Period. I'm not saying that WWE doesn't make compelling television, but Jesus flipping Christ. Where in the fuck was all this at the beginning of the year? Will you give the fans what we wanted? Yeah, you did, but you could have had that for, like, the main event. We were stuck saddled with Rey Mysterio, God bless his soul. I don't know. I don't know. I think that women's match would have made a much better main event shit show. Yeah, because... Shit show meaning, folks. I didn't even pay attention until Rey Mysterio kicked Boren Corbin in the face, and I, we were okay. Lady Lynn was drawing, doodling on the phone. I was drawing and doodling the NXT logo because, well, yes, I get that, sir. I know that Baron Cor- Boren Corbin. Let's get it right. Was he? He was associated with NXT. Whoop the fucking do. He worked his way up. Is that way Corey Graves sings his praises? I don't know. Maybe not because they were in the same class together in 2014. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine at this point. Well, see, also, folks, the recap of Monday Night Raw went something like this. Lady Lynn and I were an hour late, had to fix some things with my phone. Um... WrestleMania is coming up, of course, and now I don't know six and a half, seven hours worth of a show. Jesus Christ, maybe seven and a half. 
God bless the coach buses because they're going to have to be the ones sitting outside the arena unless some of those fucks still have, I mean, those guys still have tickets or ladies for you too. Hall of Fame cannot be in, this is going to be funny. Folks, I've never seen a company run the same weekend as WWE, but who cares? You know, some of the really cool people from Monster Factory are going to be on the G1 Supercard for Ring of Honor, which will be this Saturday. Uh, the saying goes, support your brothers and sisters. These are awesome people. I believe I I may have briefly met a few of them, and I'm not sure. I don't think so. Giovanni is one of the people from Monster Factory that will be a part of the Supercard, or, yeah, G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. Tickets are already sold out, folks, so don't, you know, don't waste your time unless you want to bootleg the tickets on the fucking front end of 34th and Herald Square, which would be stupid as hell. <laughs> so it is it is one big bump. It's going to be one big hopping place here in New York. Let me tell you, you've got WrestleCon Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You've got WWE Hall of Fame, which that list, holy shit, is Filled with legends. It is indeed. You got Brutus the Beefcake Barber. You've got Honky Tonk Man. You've got Heart Foundation, Brett and Jim, DX, and Harlem Heat, and Tori Wilson. Um, and folks, I don't care who you are. That is a list that'll make. I bet she's gonna have some amazing stories to tell at Hall of Fame. That's one of my lady Lynn. That is one of the favorite parts I have going to Hall of Fame is hearing the stories that these men tell um, to the audience. Yeah. You know, like this. This is how we got here. This is where we belong. I want to know. Out of all those Hall of Famers, who is your favorite? Ooh. Ooh, that's a toughie. Now, if we're talking like Attitude Era specifically, I I have to call I have to go with the Generation X. They were a wild bunch, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, the, we will not say shit, faggot, motherfucker. <laughs> we did not have sex with that engine, but I was up. Oh, nice. <laughs> now, if we're going more old school, ooh, tough call. Maybe, maybe an unpopular opinion, but I think I might have to go with the Heart Foundation. You know, folks, the reason why we kind of tread safely on it, a lot of people discussed who, why, what, when, where. Well, to save you all the trouble, the reason why they couldn't is reasons unknown to us. So to report this all to you, in my opinion, since DX got inducted, why not Brian Pillman, British Bulldog? Oh, yes, and the most important one. Owen Hart. Owen was, like I said, one of the guys that I thought was really funny as a kid. I was the only one 
that cheered him because he was really nice to me at a birthday party. And Brett was supposed to come, but he didn't. So Owen was a fill-in. And he gave me, you know, at first I punched Owen in the stomach, and Owen kind of laughed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then Owen gave me a hug and said, that's my birthday boy. He was a really sweet dude <laughs> in real life. And uh, I, I got to say, folks, there's, there's just several things that, could possibly may or may not make sense. So one of those things that doesn't make sense to me is how Owen's name is still not in there. I'm not going to get into detail or get teary-eyed about it, but um, I do want to touch on one more thing with that. It's kind of been a long time since, you know, a meaningful induction has happened. No, that's not why I'm upset. I'm upset because, uh, you know, we're going to have a good time, but there's a few pieces missing to the puzzle. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Moving forward, if Triple H loses against Batista, then he will be forced to retire from in-ring competition. I don't know. It would be just like, you know, our generation of wrestlers, me and Lady Lynn's Undertaker's already, I don't know if he's coming back or not. He's got... Remains to be seen. Um, there is one interesting piece of fact, folks. Sting pulled his appearance at WrestleCon. Does that mean we're going to see Sting come out of retirement? Also, The Undertaker, for that matter to create the biggest dream match in wrestling fandom history. I, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, Lady Lynn, I feel that both those two, if, if they want to induct Sting again, go ahead, because The Undertaker, over three decades, folks, I remember him as Mean Mark in WCW. I also remember him... Uh, teaming up with Sid Vicious as part of the tag team called the Twin Towers. That shows you my age, right? Uh, I was not even, you know, The Undertaker's been wrestling since the mid-70s. He's a big dude. And when he come in in 1991 Survivor Series, part of the mystery partner that Ted DiBiase had in store, well, he scared the ever-living daylights out of children, not me. <laughs> some say, some of you are saying, well, how did he, how were you not scared of Paul Bear? I was the weird kid that was intrigued by all of this. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Train. Lady Lynn, now I know that you, folks, you know, she always says, that I have to look for silver forks. And I don't know why. But, and I'll explain later. Also, to you know, be explained she, she denies, another time. Yeah, but she also denies the fact that Bailey is related to Bigfoot. 
And I, you know, I can't say this part on air because this might offend this generation if I start going non-PG about Bailey. But you know what? Cousin It and Bigfoot and Bailey happen to be related. I don't know how. I don't know why. But they are. I don't know how. I don't know why either. But I do know that you are a colossal goofball. And you have been in the 17 years that I have known you. You know, folks, she tries to make me find golf balls, too. See? We are on live air. She carries on a normal conversation fit. You know, I this is a wrestling show, Lady Lynn. For goodness sakes, I don't have a caddy. <laughs> hey, you brought it up. It's on you, not me. Your show, not mine. Well, it is true. It is my show. But I got to say... I got to say, folks, WrestleMania is shaping up to be really interesting, which makes uh, begs the question for SmackDown Live: What will transpire with Kofi Kingston, who already earned his shot at the championship? But, folks, before we get into the SmackDown Live side of things, holy hell, the highlight of the Raw's uh, well, let's say, put this: You want a Hollywood backlot brawl? Do you right to remain loud? I and Lady Lynn were engaged. Her eyeball, you had to, Lady Lynn had to pluck out her eyeballs, you know, and then put her regular eyeballs in. I had to pluck out my eyeballs and put my regular eyeballs in too because it's been a minute since we've seen a Raw that captivated an audience with intrigue. I can't tell you the last time I've seen a Raw that held my interest for more than five minutes at a time, B-Train. I tell you. It's just, I just, it's been a minute since we were both were able to stay awake. And for that 20 minutes, oh my God, Ronda Rousey not only drove a cop car into another cop car, which, you know, we all know this is build for Wrestlemania. Who gives a fuck? It was amazing. I thought, you know, for the first time I could say the words, positively speaking, the only thing that I would change is nothing because, wow, these women are taking it by storm. They are main eventing Wrestlemania 35, and some of you are messaging me saying, well, isn't it women of honor? I look, wrestling is wrestling, and tonight, you know, it shows even if you watch Progress or ICW or Women of Honor or Shimmer, which is a big, big deal because Becky Lynch, Bailey, and all of them came from there. But tonight, folks, the focus before WrestleMania 35 is that all three main eventers are, shall we say, incarcerated, you know, for the story. But even if it's for the fucking story, they have that suspended disbelief back for a moment. They actually captured the audience's attention. And I just was like, hell yeah, let him fight, let him fight. It went all the way to the backstage area. I'm so proud, so proud. At least they made the ratings boost for a minute. It wasn't just the boring promo interview in the back. And Lady Lynn, I, I really want your thoughts, you know, on what you thought when that brawl took place tonight. 
Well, first of all, B-Train, I think we just got a nice little preview of what's going to go down at Mania 35's main event. Second, I would actually call that brawl worthy of a holy shit chant because that's what you and I were saying while we watched it. Isn't that right? Well, yeah, because Charlotte legit, you know, I mean, I don't know if she was safe, but that was a legit shoot knee kick to Ronda's face. Of course, Ronda never sold it, and she never sells anything. She couldn't even sell hot cakes if they were still hot <laughs> with butter and syrup on them. I mean, come on. Come on, woman. Can you not, can you not sell a fucking move? Like, if you get clothesline, you take a bump in the fucking center of the ring, right? Or if you get a leg drop, you're going to sell, not, like, oversell, like, be, like, roly-polies out of fucking church, you know, or like Joel Osteen or one of them, you know. Look, I, or Tammy Faye Baker. There, I'll throw that name out there, too. Um, in there trying to save me. Look, if I'm touching any nerves with religion, my bad. But by the way, peeps, what's up? United Kingdom, what's up? United States, hello, Australia, good day, mate. Um, hey, what's up, Canada? Hello, <laughs> uh, International mm, shout-out, mandatory now. Yes, yes, yes. What's up, Mexico? How you doing? Um, what's up, Latvia, India, Japan? How you doing? All my international audience, I love you to death. Um, can't thank you enough for getting me closer to 4,000 listens. So, okay. We are, like I said, Lady Lynn and I have been discussing revamping the Facebook side of things, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Because it looks lackadaisical. We apologize for that. But, you know, it's a work in progress. It'll look better. We will have business cards available for guests. For those of you listening, that's wrestle underscore radio 95 at gmail.com. That is our official email. If you have any inquiries, wanting to be guest on our show, please contact that email address right away. Okay. Um, also, if we're on the advertisements, if you want to get, you know you want to. Monster Factory Network. By the way, it's on Twitter, Instagram, and the Danny Cage's Facebook and Instagram as well. For more information, you can even click on a link on the tab, dude. It's monsterfactory.org. Be sure to give much love and support to the world-famous and number one wrestling school in the world. If Danny branches out to the U.K., I can only tell you so, that school is going to be big, 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 and bigger. If he gets one out to Japan, as I said, I'm not surprised. Danny Cage is badass, and he's a very good coach, trainer, owner, you fucking name it. Go support Monster Factory, monsterfactory.org. There are two or more people participating from his school in Ring of Honor's G1 Supercard this Saturday at Madison Square Garden. If you're not going, so be it. You have obligation, whatever. I am one guilty of not going, but here's the thing. I really don't can't I can't say anything. Danny scares the fuck out of me. He does. Um and he's gonna laugh his ass off at that, but it's true. Anyways, folks, <laughs> I digress. The brawl in the back of the the freaking arena in DC tonight. I'm so proud of Monday Night Raw. What took you so long, you assholes? I mean, why can't Raw be this explosive every time with content that gives the fans reason to go, yoo instead of, 
Oh, yay! Another Red Brand show. Mm-hmm. About time they give us a show worthy of being the Red Brand, rather rather than giving us dribble like they've been giving us for weeks on end. It feels like. You know, speaking of dribble, I think my drool kind of went into the East River because it was that bad. You know, like <laughs> the, we're not saying we're not saying that Raw is terrible, but when push comes to shove, man, okay, WWE always manages to recover nicely the week before WrestleMania, and then all of us are wondering where is this magic when it comes to uh, your show? Um, <laughs> other weeks, when we speak of magic, we're talking about. Uh, where's the compelling TV? Where's where's the uh, gripping stories? It's like you know watching the news. You're hoping for something positive, and there's a lot of negative going on political politically speaking wise. But I not I don't want to get into that. So we'll see here, folks. So yeah, um, we're gonna be doing a lot of changes time wise, time frame wise. The shows will be adjusting to guests. So guests, if you want to adjust your times. It must be, you know, if it's the latest, you can do 11.30 because I, let's see, I have a a, a job, if you will, uh, that will get me, you know, money to get nice stuff. So, um, yeah, there's that. So, so, so the last, uh, t- before I hit, you know, off the rails on Censored Monday edition of Wrestle Radio Network, uh, Lady Lynn, you want to tell me what matches you're looking forward to for WrestleMania 35? Oh, B-Train, where do I even begin? I think the match I'm probably looking the most forward to, please, please, whatever gods exist, give us what we want for a change. I am looking forward to see Suplex City burn down. Hell yeah. What else? What else are we looking forward to? Oh, let's see. Oh, yes. Yes. The demon Balor re- returns from the fiery depths of which he came. I got I got to I got to say it. I got to personal opinion, but I'm going to say it anyway. Demon Balor is my favorite Balor. It's what he started out as in NXT, folks. You know, we get it. He has to adjust. But we all know, folks, if we took a poll from, you know, my city in Brooklyn to mm, Detroit, from Detroit to San Francisco, everywhere to Kansas City to... uh, New England, not New England, but um, to Boston, Massachusetts, any city in the fucking world, you know. Okay, San Diego, Oakland. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the coast. We all want Becky Lynch to win that champ or those championships because she's the hottest commodity right now in professional wrestling. Women, you know, their names, but, you know, Becky's... Um, <laughs> Her access VIP tickets for WrestleMania sold out in less than five minutes. So, hmm, I wonder if it would be such a bright idea to make us mad again because we keep coming back, hoping, you know, optimistically hoping that things will change. But uh, 
if I asked Lady Lynn or if I asked her, you know, her friend, her friends, Lady Lynn, let me guess, consensus would be. Hmm. The consensus would be. The demon. I'm guessing. Well, no, not the. Okay, but for the women's match, who would you choose? Oh, for the women's match. The man. Uh huh. That's. Hans Stone. Yes. Yes. I apologize, Uh, B Train. I got momentary sidetracked. Okay, I got momentarily sidetracked all the time looking at a very nice, um, yeah, very nice poster of WrestleMania just now. But uh, anyhow, anyways, folks, anyways, it's time to get inside my head, fuckers, because you need seatbelts, plus your kids need earmuffs, and uh, if you get offended by what I say, then so be it. I'm still going to say it. And now if it's too offensive, I won't, but my mind, well, you made the choice. Dig it. Um, here's the thing, you know, a lot of 
factors have gone into WrestleMania, especially Kofi Kingston. The story with him and Daniel Bryan has got the crowd going. You know, it's in. This was a conversation that my uh, wrestling brother and I had was, you know, sometimes things are better left unsaid. And, you know, sometimes someone may do something for a purpose, for a reason to grab the crowd hook, line, and sinker. Um, What they're doing with Kofi Kingston is amazing. Um, Granted, he's not a heavyweight. He's not the biggest guy. But it's kind of the opposite because Daniel Bryan was – in this position a long time ago, folks, but enough of the fucking analytical shit. I'll get right down to brass tacks. Why can't Monday Night Raw have these segments all the time? Why, you may ask, because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to count them before they're hatched. All these wonderful metaphors that come to mind when why Monday Night Raw is the way they are which is a crock of shit because sometimes they have really decent TV and other times, eh, not so much. Quality is there. The intentions are good, but may I suggest something to those who are working creative for Monday Night Raw? Please keep it this compelling all the time. Don't, you know, like I said, I don't like to point fingers, but Jesus Christ, if it took you all the way till April 1st, you had us fooled. Because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of uh, things that we see on Monday Night Raw, for example, Ronda Rousey's promos, which she did better, a little better tonight, where, you know, sometimes it takes practice makes perfect, the good old saying, right? It's not just the promos. It's Three hours too long. Then people were like, oh, two hours is too short. Make up your mind. Which one is real? Because <laughs> it's like, come on, people. You're bitching about three hours of TV. I can see why now they do that because you have three hours to fill a segment, but you give us matches that don't really, you know, just bring NXT. Expose the main roster crowd to NXT is one suggestion. Two, you want to suggest less time during WrestleMania? Mm, now AEW's come about. So, powers it be may think three hours is a good idea because what if AEW goes for three hours? They don't go head to head, they're not going to compete with them. But, you know, this is another point I'm going to bring up about AEW. They have all the talent in the world. They've got Cody Rhodes, Zack Sabre Jr., the Young Bucks. They're not exclusive to AEW, which is smart on their end, but also stupid. Why? You have all these cooks in the kitchen, and you're going to build it around Chris Jericho, just like, you know, WCW, as long as AEW does not make the same mistakes that WCW did. They'll be golden. But I will come out and say, you're just a WWE fan. No, dudes, I watch a lot of wrestling, okay? If I don't report it, it's because right now, as a podcast journalist or broadcast journalist, we are currently watching history in the making. The first ever women's main event on a national 
broad in scale. These women made history. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Granted, you know, we have a lot of reservations about Charlotte and um, Ronda, but Becky is so identifiable, it's hard not to cheer for her because she grabs, she is the person that we can identify, the person that stands up for what she believes in. And she gives hope to the people. Didn't turn out that way because, you know, when she turned on Charlotte, everyone was like, it's about time. And when she had her, you know, last woman standing match, she fought tooth and nail with Charlotte. She's worked her ass off. And I'm going to say this. If people in AEW are like, well, we had a women's main event long before, it's like, bitch, please. You have a lot of big names there, like Tessa Blanchard and Taya and very talented women and very talented men. But don't take away from my reporting of, you know, WrestleMania and WWE. I don't just center my focus on them. And I do know names, and I have seen matches with Hangman Page and Joey Janela and the Young Bucks. And, of course, Kenny Omega is really badass. But, folks... My God, this is kind of like a wrestling overload because you have, holy crap, man, Ring of Honor on Saturday. You've got Pancakes and Pile Drivers at WrestleCon, which is really a good show. You get Pancakes and you get to see wrestling. You know, Sammy Callahan and his group at Revolver, Rich Swan, all of them are amazing competitors. Then you have Hall of Fame, the induction ceremony. You've got NXT on Friday, which is, you know, really badass in my opinion. Who wouldn't want a weekend full of wrestling? Raise your hands. And for UFC fans, eh, whatever. doesn't matter what fandom you choose for as long as you support it. That's all that matters. What I'm trying to say to you is in a roundabout way for the, the guy who just asked me why do you only report WWE. Gee, I wonder because it's WrestleMania weekend. And I just gave credit where credit is due to the awesome people who are participating in Ring of Honor's G1 Supercard, Bully Ray or Bubba Ray. Oh, didn't think I knew names, did you? Okay. You, you want to test my knowledge, right? Ring of Honor was founded in 2002 by Gabe Sapolsky. It then got taken over by Jim Cornette and Delirious. You know, Jim Cornette was in Delirious's, you know, He's right-hand man, and Brutal Bob Evans also helps out as well. He's not entirely exclusive to Ring of Honor, but he does help out every now and again. Cheeseburger, yes, I said it. You know, they Ring of Honor is the, the group that helps out WWE in the sense that, hey, you know, we're looking at this guy and give you a call. They don't have a non-working relationship with one another. They work with one another. Believe it or not, Hunter's a good businessman in some aspects, okay? In other aspects, you know, it's up to you how you judge someone based on what they've done business-wise. It's neither here nor there. But the reason why I report WWE is, like I said, it's relevant. It's not just convenient. But if I was to report wrestling, I'll, I'll give you one better. On Wrestle Radio Network, we report everything professional wrestling is our tagline. But um, 
Anyways, folks, back to the discussion at hand. Monday Night Raw. What the fuck? Wow. It was amazing. For the first time in a while, my attention was not drawn towards, okay, what can I doodle? Or how can I wake up Lady Lynn while, uh, <laughs> you know, she's watching the show? It's just, honestly, folks, she and I have history of watching wrestling since we were in high school, not even before that. Uh, we We grew up during the era of all of a sudden, you know, Hulk Hogan, Honky Tonk Man, uh, The Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Bastion Booger, The Warlord, Hercules Hernandez, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Andre the Giant on his last rung, because when we were five or six, that's when he passed away, or seven years old, Dusty Rhodes, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, or Razor Ramon and Diesel, uh, the days of the Monday Night Wars. She and I actually grew up during that. So forgive us if we have standards, you know, that are just wanting. We don't have, like, high standards. We just want to be, what is that word? Oh, yeah, entertained. <laughs> because the tagline of your company says, World Wrestling, what? Entertainment. All right? There's no ifs, ands, or, you know, world wrestling, who? No, world wrestling entertainment. We are fans. You are to give us a good show. That's all I tell people. I don't care who goes over who. Although at WrestleMania, you bet your fucking ass I do. Is it going to change my life? Is it going to change my life? Is it going to make me, you know, shave my head bald and walk barefoot at gas stations like Britney Spears did back in the day? No. It's going to piss off a lot of fans if you don't listen to us. It'd be fucking stupid not to put the strap on Becky. It'd be dumb not to put it on Rollins. There's just several. Okay, Balor needs to win that IC championship too. That's also a very important title. The Intercontinental Championship has main evented a lot of shows. Like it used to main event all the time on Monday Night Raw. Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, anyone? Or Mr. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty? Razor Ramon? You know, Mabel? There's a lot of intercontinental champions, folks, that you really don't realize have graced the presence of that ring and made a difference, made an impact. So... There's a lot of needs to happen at WrestleMania. Give us a reason why we should sit there for seven and a half hours, you jackasses. We're going to be so tired. Why the hell did you have to? My question, I don't, like I said, I don't question very many things, dudes. But I've been to, this will be my eighth WrestleMania. One second, folks. I do not blow my nose on air, and I never fucking will, but boy, that was tough. Anyways, you've got to give fans what we want is what 
I, Lady Lynn, and others are trying to tell you. So please, by all means, do not make the mistake of saying, well, we made this money, and forgetting to give the fans a decent show. So I hope and I pray that you at least give us what we want because we, without us buying your stuff on the shop, without us bitching and crying enough to get what we want, you know, like spoiled little kids in, in the uh, store, we're tugging on mommy's stuff at Target or Walmart, whatever you have. We're not that. We're not that type of child, okay? So please, we're asking nicely. Can you give us what we want for the first time in eons? All right. WrestleMania is and will always be a tradition that started, you know, since 1985. And I can't believe it's been 35 years, folks. 35 years uh, of memories that were created, even though Mania 34 had its moments. It still gave us a bit of memories to uh, buy with, like, uh, when I went to my first Mania at Madison Square Garden. Benoit hugging Guerrero. That will forever be etched in my mind as that's never going to be duplicated again. Maybe it'll take a while, but there are certain moments you can't forget. Like the Undertaker losing at Mania 30. I was there. I was there at 31, and I was there at 32. Unfortunately, I was there at 33 as well when he lost to Roman. But, you know, circumstances be circumstances, folks. The company wanted what it wanted. Um, 34, yikes, is all I'm going to tell you. Yikes. Highlight of that was Rousey beating Triple H up. That was kind of funny. Uh, and you seldom hear me praise her now. Uh, 35. I don't know. That chapter is yet to be fucking written. But I swear to God, if you write it in a way that the fans are going to despise you, Lady Lynn, tell me what you was telling me earlier about, you know, if they do this at 35, you know, what what's the what's the feeling that you told me you were going to feel? If 35 fails to meet expectations, if 35 leaves us all with a big old pile of disappointment in front of us, then I give up on WrestleMania. Plain and simple. See? Do you really want fans to walk out on, you know, an event that brings joy to kids? Well, I don't know. More like tears the last few years. (laughs) I have been to eight of these. Does it make me the all-knowing expert? No. It does, however, give me the right to say I have experience sitting through these things. Dallas, it started off hot, and boy, did it die. Started off hot, but then it cooled off, and now it's pretty much sub-zero almost. Because we expect it, folks. We, we as fans expect them to let us down or we just we come in with the optimism 
and then that optimism gets squashed like uh, Triple H's sledgehammer stings face at Mania 31. So some may say that I bitch and cry too much. No, I have every right not to, you know, be a bitch and cry, but I'm expressing my concerns about an event that I grew up as a child saying, man, I want to be there one day. But when I hit Mania 20, let me tell you, folks, it's an adrenaline rush that you cannot begin to describe. From the moment it starts, from the moment it fucking ends, the pyro, I miss you. They took the pyro away from live shows. whoop de do, you know, it's too hard to transport on the truck. The cost, whatever, you're losing money. I get it. I don't claim to know everything, folks, but sitting as a fan at WrestleMania, it's starting to really be a big shower to go to because why? The process that it takes to get there, to get your NXT tickets, to get Hall of Fame, to get WrestleCon, to get these autographs and pictures is the easy part because you just got to follow instructions. What I'm talking about is the overall feel, the overall quality. Did this show tell a story? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 